Loads of Rocky. Oh, the Rocky films are on there. Ugh. Have you have you listened to that podcast yet? Finding Drago. No. Make sure you listen to it. Why is, is that good? It's really good. It might be my favourite podcast ever. I'll try. I'll try and give it a chance. I don't set my headphones to work at the moment. To be honest. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Grow Up podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here with my co-host, Dave. Nanu, nanu. Hey, he's got an intro thing. Yeah. Where'd that come from? <laughs> you never, have you ever heard that before? Nanu, nanu. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Morgan Morgan Mindy. Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> it just pops in my head. I do not know why. <laughs> that is like, that's from the 70s, isn't it? Or very early 80s. Very early 80s, I think. Nanu, nanu. <laughs> Nanu, uh, nanu. Oh, you've caught me off guard with that. Right. Um one for the old listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start. Um no game chat. We have not been gaming, so we're just gonna jump straight in with the Joker trailer. Yeah. I'm gonna let you lead on this. I've watched it, you told me to watch it. Um yeah. but I don't know much about uh, the comic book side and the history and lore of Batman. I just know the films and not even all of them. But what I will say is I thought Joker had no backstory. I thought that was part of his mystique. Is that true? <sighs> I, I'm not like, you, you know, I, I love Batman. It's my favourite comic book here. But, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sure there's been interpretations like um, Under the Red Hood where he's um, lured into helping Robert, uh, the Falcone gang rob a bank. But basically, they, they kill whoever's under the red hood at the end of each job. Mm. But he, he goes mad. Um, I think they try to kill him, but it doesn't quite come off, and he goes mad, and then it just sends him over the edge. There's different interpretations. There's been a couple of different, but there's no concrete. Do you know what I mean? Mm. The way um, Christopher Nolan did it when he's like, can't find no tags, no receipts, no nothing. His clothing's all custom, personal made, whatever. So, but <clears throat> a lot of people's like, oh, you can't do this. But I was always intrigued by it because surely anyone who just likes a good drama or something, or, you know, um, de- is it a character deconstruction, they call it, mm-hmm. surely it interests you to find out what made that man turn into the man he became, the Joker. The, uh, you know, the psychotic uh, villain, I suppose. But he's, he's you know, he's, he's psychotic, isn't he? There's no mm. way to describe him. He's an absolute looney tune. And um, the trailer for me was, I just thought it was, I said a teaser earlier of just him standing in front of a wall. Like, is it Joaquin Phoenix, how you pronounce it? Yeah. And um, He's slimmed the, down, um, isn't he, for this? Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the first tease and he's just standing there and there's a projector flashing the Joker image on his face and then at the end it clicks and it's him in the full, in the full costume. He just smiles at the camera and then just deadpan face again, dead no, straight. No, I didn't catch that. Yeah, but that was they released that yesterday and then today the trailer came out and I've got to admit, off. I just watched the trailer and I was like, I thought, yeah, that's that looks the shit, man. That looks fucking <laughs> really, like... When he does the little laugh at the start, he does that, and then his laugh changes a little bit later on. I was like, oh, man, he's nailing it. He's just brilliant anyway, isn't he, Joaquin Phoenix? He's really I mean, he, good. He was the best thing, really, about um, You Were Never Really Here, his, his performance and that. Mm. For me, it held together quite... I didn't find it that interesting, mm. but this, it looks really interesting. It does look really good, and... Um... Um, yeah, it does. It does look good. I was just... I like the fact that the Joker is completely no backstory. No one knows where he came from. No yeah. one knows This isn't is. canon, though. It's, it's well, This won't lead into any other films. This is a one-off. That's what I was going to ask you, whether it was canon or if it's based on a comic book. Um, no. Um, <clears throat> is it Todd Phillips? He made the Hangover films and stuff. He wrote this. And... Um, it's got elements of them saying Taxi Driver, The King of Comedy, Robert De Niro, which I haven't seen yet, criminally sorry, but I'm making my way through that uh, classics backlog. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's not going to be canon. Um, I very much doubt Joaquin Phoenix will ever perform in a Batman film as this, because look at the setting in the era as well. Do you know what I mean? The day, look, it's in the 80s, isn't it, by mm. the look of it? So it's not like he's going to suddenly turn up in um, the next Batman film or the trilogy. It will still probably be Jared Leto or a new actor at that point. Yeah. Now. 
Jared Leto. It's just, it, he can't do the role again. He can't. Jared no, Leto. I, I, Not after I think this Jared film. Leto was a good actor, but um, it, it, the, the, it was just. It was just certain elements of the Joker that I didn't like. Like I didn't like all his tattoos and like his metal teeth and stuff mm. like that. And I mean, it was a rush film anyway. But that whole film was shit. I watched it for the first time. Not yeah, that long ago, it, it was bad. If you're gonna recast, I mean, I'm gonna get back onto the Joker. But if you're gonna recast Jared Leto and find a new Joker for the new trilogy or the next, whenever he next appears, top of my list would always be Paul Bettany. I don't um, know who that is. He plays. Um, do you watch any of the Avengers films? Uh, yeah. You know the I can't think what his name is. You know with the, like the diamond on his head, the gold diamond. No. Oh, the Vision. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's Paul Bettany. Um, when he was a lot younger, he played. A, he was in a film called Gangster Number One, and oh my god, was he scary in that? Just horrible bastard in that film. If you get a chance to see it, watch it. But. Um, yeah, back to this Joker. This is going to be a one-off standalone film. It's basically going to finish. Oh, no, I'm going to, oh, I can't say that. But it's just going to show you how he, you know, he, he's like. Joker. Yeah, I'm going to guess maybe his mom. By the look of it, when he visits the asylum, that's probably his mom in the asylum gets sectioned or something. And you know, it's it could be something about mental health. Definitely. The way about the way it gets health. passed down through generations. Mm. Um, which should be nice to see a film tackle that kind of issue really in a respectful way and you know like because I don't know about you but when I watched the trailer I thought comes out in October could we be looking at a bit of um, you know one of us pushing for some Oscar bait on this I mean Joaquin oh, Phoenix he always gets a nod I mean, I mean just because it's a comic based on a comic book doesn't mean that this film won't have a really strong message or great performances, mm. and the cinematography looks great. The outfits look great. This, the way it's, you know, it could really, for all we know, <clears throat> they might push for some Oscar nominations December, January of it. Yeah, I can see that happening. It looks that sort of film. It doesn't look yeah. like your standard comic book affair. No, it's much darker, much more. Well, there's no action. Well, yeah. It's just him becoming him. It's not really superhero stuff or supervillain yeah. stuff. It's just it's a, it's a small story. It's like you said, it's a character study when he mm. first started filming it. And mm. that's, to me, I find that really interesting because I think that's what Nolan did with Batman Begins. Mm. And, you know, obviously he had to push the bay, he had to push it further for the next one's more action, bigger set pieces. But he brought in the Joker in the second one and that's what made the second film fascinating. And, you know, I really enjoyed Dark Knight Roses, but it wasn't a patch on the the first two films. It was still a very, very good film. But I, I think a part of that was down to the fact that um, Bane, they just yeah. they, didn't fle- they didn't flesh him out enough, really, did they? Because mm. they wanted to keep the mystique there for that twist at the end. Mm. But, oh. you know, go on. I was going to say, I wasn't expecting to sympathise with the Joker in this trailer. Really? I wasn't expecting to, but I did. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was very... It was a very sad trailer. Mm. He's clearly... Um, I don't know, not all there to begin with, but simply sort of on a simple level, just like... Happy. The trailer... The, it, the trailer reminded me of, like, a kid at school... Yes. ...who... who was Naive. really nice and try yeah really but try to be nice to everybody but still bullied mm. by the you know what I mean like I think everybody had a kid like that at school and eventually they just they flip or they turn or they leave or you know what I mean but I think there's always a kid like that who's regardless they always try to be as nice as they can and that and mm. there's always some shit old shithead or pick on a kid like that mm. you know who's just minding their own and trying to get on with it that's it and that's, that's exactly how it was. And that's trailer. how the trailer felt to me a little bit. Yeah. And then obviously he flips. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But yeah, it's a great trailer. Yep. Very good, very atmospheric. Great choice of song. Yeah, it was. Uh, moving on, let's talk tag. You've put this on the list. I don't know what this yeah. is. <clears throat> right, I put this on the list because it, a few years ago, I'd heard, when it came out, it might have been last year or the year before, I'd heard about this film. And it's based on a true story. And the film is called Tag because it's about a group of friends who play have been playing tag for 30 years. Okay. And 
This is a true story. These these men that played tag for 28 years solid, these five men did. Mm. And um, it was in the Wall Street Journal. And the idea was every May, starts on the 1st of May, finishes on the, is it 31st of May? Mm. Right, isn't it? And they play for one month every year. And the idea is it keeps their friend, it's kept the friendship close, reason to keep in touch, you know, so they never drifted. Mm. And, um, yeah, it, it, what was good about it was it was very funny. Um, it, it's not the best comedy I've ever seen because it was quite run-of-the-mill, but it did have some really good moments, some good little action sequences as well. But what I loved about it was it, it really did have this kind of um, underneath, this really not interesting and nice story about friendship and companionship and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's soppy, yeah, but it was really nice. And what I really loved about it was at the end of the film, they showed you real footage of these guys actually playing tag the way they did. And <laughs> they was doing the stuff that they did in the film, dressing up as old ladies, tricking each other, and then, <laughs> and then like, chasing each other on the golf course and going tag your in, and just little things like that. And I just thought it was such an, a good little film, but it was so nice at the end to see that they re- these blokes was really doing it in the 50s and, and that. <laughs> and I just, I don't know, I just really it hit home with me. I really enjoyed it. It sounds nice. What, when was it on or what's it on? It's it's on Sky Movies at the moment. But it is it is a really nice, heartfelt movie, and especially the ending when they're... You, oh, I don't spoiler want to ruin it. Spoiler free, spoiler free. Yeah, <laughs> I won't ruin it at the ending, but the ending's really nice. And... Um, just seeing that bit at the very end in the credits, watching them actually, there was video in it as they was tagging each other. <laughs> you could see them trying to hide when they seen them, they got them cornered and stuff. I thought it was great, really nice. It sounds good. But, but as a film, it was, it was a really enjoyable watch, to be fair. Flew by. <laughs> good cast as well. well. That sounds good. Um, let me know if you spot that on Netflix or... Yes, no, I will. Definitely. I can imagine it be on Prime before Netflix because they seem to get the newer films before Netflix. They do. Unless that's my imagination. But... I don't know if they pay more and have them for less time. I don't know. I think with Net- with Amazon, I'm not saying it's a better service than Netflix because, but it, I, I've started to grow on me a bit more. But I think it's a case of quantity over quality. Quant- quality over quantity with Amazon. Mm. That's just my opinion. That's um, not to say I, Netflix has got a lot of quality. Mm. Sometimes you have to wade through a lot on the lists to find. Maybe it's the way the algorithm works on there. I don't know because sometimes on Prime, I'll like look for something specific and type in a search thing, mm-hmm. and it will come up with like I'm sure they're YouTube videos. Mm. It's like, like if I'm looking for like a Pokemon thing for my daughter, yeah. it'll come up with like a Pokemon Go video. It's like. What is that? Why is that on Prime? <laughs> I, I don't really get the way the Amazon search thinks. Right, yeah, I, I clicked on something the other day, like more purchase options. Like, so I can't actually watch the first season. Mm-hmm. I've got to purchase it, but I can watch the eighth season or something like that. I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, they have weird licensing. Yeah. But something I've been meaning to tell you to watch for ages now, you've mentioned, I don't know what triggered it then, but Parks and Rec. Yes, I watched the first episode of that years ago. Absolutely loved it and never watched it again for some reason. Oh, I, think it was it just... I think it's still on Prime. Yeah, I think it is now. I think I added it, but I, that is one of the ones I'm going to have to start making my way through. Mm, definitely. I mean, the first season is a slog. In fact, I don't think I finished it. I think really? I drifted away and then I thought, I mean, everyone raves about this, I'm just going to start at season two. And yeah. Season two onwards, apart from maybe the last series, is some of the best comedy around it's brilliant mm. love it but the first and last series quite bad yeah mm. but that's where okay. I that's where Aubrey Plaza that's where I like got like, yeah because she's married to Chris Pratt isn't she in the show yeah it, yeah eventually she is I think. oh yeah yeah but yeah it's really good really good so you've got to start watching that yeah, I, I, like I say, I've caught bits and bobs here and there, and, and I've laughed a lot. But um, I never really watched it properly. But it is some of it's on the list. I think there's like eight seasons or something like that. Is there? Yeah, there's quite a lot. Yeah, but they're really good. Yeah, it's right. probably the perfect time for me to get into it because sorry, Go on. because um, Big Bang finishes in the next eight episodes. Mm. Um, Modern Family, I think they've said they're only making one more season, and then um, what was the other one that I watch? Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they've shortened the season episodes of that, which is fine. Mm. But, uh, yeah, and 
<clears throat> did we watch a show called Legion? Did we both watch that? Oh, I didn't. It was on Sky something. I couldn't get. I couldn't see it yeah. basically. So I've got the second season recorded, but I was reading today that the third season is the final season. Apparently, the studio want to make more, but he said, "No, no, that oh, this is it. That's my story done." Mm, interesting. Which is nice. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's good. Got to respect him when they do that. I wish they did that with Lost. Yeah, I mean, this lad at work today. I know we're kind of going a bit. I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but he was in a bit breaking. But. And I said, oh, my mate, watch that. He said he loved it. He says, but he hated the ending. And he went, oh, can you like the ending? I went, oh, he just... I said, I didn't mind it. I said, it felt a bit flat, but it was understandable. That, um, shall I say spoilers or not? Yeah, spoilers for Breaking Bad. Yeah, spoilers. And I said, it just... I said, yeah, it was just a bit like, I walk just a bit, manages to save Jesse and then passes away. Like, you know, mm. it, it, it was a nice touch, bittersweet ending, but um, it just, you know, it felt a bit flat after everything we've been through. And he, and, um, he said, exactly, can you not like it after everything you've seen? I was like, that, just because everything was brilliant up until then doesn't make the ending good. Mm. You know, it's it's like when you watch <clears throat> a film with a twist and you know it's building up to this twist. The best films to describe with that are like these alien films when they say UFO, which, um, no, what do you call them? Um, super, supernatural films. Is that mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you kind of like... Look, Capex, oh, is he an alien? Isn't he an alien? At the ending, it kind of flops and, oh, he had a tumour. It cops no, out, not... doesn't it? It's like, yeah. you, you can believe either in that case. Yeah. Doesn't give you an answer. Yeah. When it's ambiguous, that's not so bad, but when they kind of try to tie it up, that, that's annoying. But, but um, I forgot, I've lost my train of thought now. But, um, yeah, we're breaking bad. I said to him, that's just, you know, if someone doesn't enjoy it, they don't enjoy it. If you enjoyed it, great. But um, he was saying... They should have made a couple more seasons. I said, but why? Yeah. What could they have possibly done more? That was Walt's story coming to its end. Mm-hmm. What we'll watch another season where some other drug dealers get pissed off because he's, he's taken their territory. I says, no, it's just a case of it's done. Mm. That's, that's I good. understand that's... wanting more. When you love something, it's, it's difficult to, to accept it's over, but then at the same yeah. time, you've got to understand that it going on is yeah. going to make you love it less. It will but get worse. Bit... It's like Breaking, not Breaking Bad, Big Bang Theory. Like a season or two ago, I was like, "This has run its course now," and I never knew that this was the last season until they told you on the adverts. Mm. Um, I actually thought they signed up for a couple more seasons unless they decided to cancel. But um, <clears throat> I was watching it and I was thinking, "Yeah, it's got to go." And then I was watching this season, and I've laughed quite a lot this season compared to last season. I was like, "I feel like it's a shame for it to end," but maybe we are getting to the point now where. You know, I think we're 13 or 14 seasons in. I could yeah, be wrong about that. it's been a long time. Yeah, so it, it is time, but it's, it's what, I think it's one or two seasons off the longest ever show, you know, like uh, actual people. Because that Supernatural is going into a 15th or 16th season. This is, that's the final season, and that's the longest ever running TV show now. Really? Mm. Mm, I've never watched any Supernatural. Is it no, good? no, mate. No, I haven't seen any, mate. But, yeah, um... So I think if when it's right, Andy, if you've got a story and it's planned, call it a day. That's why mm. I just wish that I got to do that one more season of Hannibal. I've never watched Hannibal, but I know it ended and people are like, no, it needs more. Because it got canned, yeah. didn't it? It didn't like reach its conclusion. It got canned. It got canned, but the way it ended, it didn't feel final, obviously, but it felt like... It was. It, it didn't feel. It didn't feel like I didn't feel satisfied, but it was a great ending as well to that season. Mm. But I just think if you could have got one more season, um, what was his name now? Was it Brian? F- no, somewhere anyway. But if you could have done one more season, geez, it would have been exceptional. Probably one of the best TV shows. Well, he's one of the best TV shows I've made, but could have been up there with the top three, four, five mm. ever made, in my opinion. It's on Netflix, isn't it, Hannibal? Yeah. I abs- have you not seen it? No, because oh. I know that it ends before it should have. So I sort of yeah, but it's not. It's not one of those like endings where you like it leaves you on a cliffhanger. I mean, it is a bit of a cliffhanger, but not so much as in oh god, it's just a brilliant ending mm. to the third season. It doesn't leave you thinking, oh, what'll happen? Mm. But I would, I would, I would recommend well, you watch it. I did. It's worth watching just watch. to see what he did. You should. I think someone like you would appreciate how it's made and the cinematography and the stories and all that, the psychological aspect to it, just as much as 
you know, mm. others, yeah, I think you'd really dig it. Can you dig it? <laughs> yeah, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. I will look at that then. And you look at Parks and Rec. That's your homework. Yeah, definitely, Parks and Rec's definitely going on the list. Uh, right, let's move on. <clears throat> that was tag. Uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Have you watched any of this? No, can't wait to start watching it. And it, to be honest with you, but um, I didn't watch it the other day because I wasn't sure about the rating on it and that. And the kids was upstairs, and I thought, Oh yeah, I start they can't watching watch it. it. Yeah, I was thinking if I start watching it, they come down, I'm gonna to have to turn it off. And they're only 18 minute episodes, aren't they? Well, they or vary. 20 minutes. They vary. Oh, do they vary? Yeah. Okay. Some of them are so... like 10 minutes, even less. Oh. Really short. Just a collection of shorts. Everyone's different animation style. Yeah. Each has a combination of either love, death, or robots in it. Yeah. It's um, it's really good. Really stylish animation. Yeah. I re- yeah, I really liked it. I don't think there was. There might have been one or two that. Didn't quite hit. Have oh, you finished it? Yeah, I finished it. They're really short. Yeah, it doesn't take long at all. Okay. But yeah, really good. Liked it. I wait. We'll wait. I wait till you've watched it, and we'll talk yeah. more. Okay, doke. But yeah, uh, but something I did finish was the Haunting of Hill House. Brilliant film, but TV series. <clears throat> I loved it. It's yeah, absolutely fantastic. Did you like it? Didn't I didn't figure it out until the second or third episode? But each episode at the start was based on each child, wasn't it? Um, it follows each child, like I from think, their adult. I yeah. think you told me that. Oh, and did I, I? Even so, I didn't really, I wasn't really consciously aware of that as I was yeah. going through. Um, something I read afterwards as well was each character is one of the different stages of grief. Oh. They're like one's permanently in denial, one's permanently. Oh, I don't know what the five stages of grief are. <laughs> but you the know, one who's the, permanently in denial has to be the brother who wrote the book. Uh, yes. It, it, a fantastic show. Really, really good. Um, you know, even without. I mean, each episode wouldn't have a lot of scares, isn't it, at times? It's not that scary. It's quite tense, and it gives yes. you the biggest scare of your life. It's creepy. <laughs> it's very creepy. Yeah, it gave me the biggest scare of my life, yeah, easily. Yeah. Did you watch um, The Ghosts You've Missed, like the YouTube thing about all the ghosts no. in the background? No, I, I actually looked it up online and looked at all the images because I sometimes find the images more scary than mm. footage. But it's very good, wasn't it? Yeah. Where they were hidden, the hidden ghosts. Yeah, they just honestly just stood there. And I knew there yeah. were ghosts in the background because I'd seen the headlines of the yeah. YouTube channel, of the YouTube videos before. So yeah. I kind of have one eye in the background all the time. I didn't see any. Not yeah. one, but then there's there's just there's peppered everywhere. So good. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was so creepy and so good. Did you notice the statues as well? Go on. There's scenes. The whole thing, there's loads of single shots, isn't there? Yeah. It's so good, but there's, there's a few scenes where yeah. the camera will follow someone one direction and then it will trade back the other way, so you go back where you've just been. And the yeah. statues, either side of the corridors, they've changed. Oh, I never noticed that. I didn't rewind to double check, but I'm sure they changed. I don't know if that's uh, <laughs> Doctor Who put me on edge of that because there's episodes yeah. where the statues move, isn't there? I don't know about Doctor Who, to be fair. Oh, there's brilliant episodes with the statues. You never see them move, but they'll just yeah. they'll be different and they'll be in your face. Yeah, and then they'll be like calm, and then oh yeah, but there's definite statues. They're like watching you, and you turn around yeah. and they've changed. It's so good. I loved it. Creepy, mm. so creepy. I thought um, in Hello, the Haunting of Hill House, uh, some of my favourite bits were the bits that it wasn't even jump scares, like towards the end when she looks out the room and that, you know, that lady who's telling us to kill her children mm. as a young girl. She's kind of there, but she's like a corpse, like an old lady, isn't she? And at one point, you don't see her fully, but you just see a, just a fraction exiting the room like she's been watching her. Mm. And you can see her face is kind of like all old and crinkly or rotten or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's horrible. Yeah. That's that's how you do horror. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you don't have to make people jump. You just have to make them feel uneasy about yes. what they've just seen. And, I mean, that, like I say, that scare that got me, that that was the most I've ever jumped in my life. <laughs> but it was because I didn't expect it coming. And it, I've, I've got to be honest, it was... It sounds daft, this but it was such a fucking rush. It was so good <laughs> afterwards because I couldn't stop laughing at myself. I thought, Jesus, that was a great feeling. Like, yeah, it was so good. It was brilliant. That episode was. Um, 
There was just so much. I think there was just a lot of. It just hit the right notes with so much of its horror themes. I mean, this the woman Luke goes in the what do you call it? And the oh, kind the, of lift, the dumb, the dummy lift, the dumb wait, the dumb waiter. Yeah, to to do that, and you just see that arm go boom. Yeah. Like, oh fuck! And then the torch starts flickering, and it's just getting closer, getting closer. Getting, you're like, oh fucking hell! <laughs> God, that's horrible. It's not like scary, but it's just like that's horrible. Imagine being that child, and ooh, yeah. Making me cringe now. It just nailed so much of it. So right, like the tall man when he's hovering. Oh God, that tall the, man's so creepy. The walking stick. And his story too. Did you twig his story? Yes. Yeah. Did you, those, did you twig it? About who he was? He's the one in the wall, isn't he? Yeah, but it was short or something. It was really cool for being short. I can't remember now. And then he was became it? long or tall in his in his death. Oh. That's so good. And he just floats around. He's massive. Yes, yes. Very good show. Very good show. I kind of want a second season, but I kind of really don't want him to touch it. I think they've said they will be making a second season, but he's he's, he's making it come off a different set of characters, Mm. story, like an anthology series. Yeah, that would make sense. You can't really use the same characters, but the house should stay almost like um, Silent Hill, where... Silent Hill, the setting, just plays host to other stories. Yeah. I uh, thought that was very sad at the end. Can we talk spoilers or not? Uh, well, we, we kind of have done a few spoilers, but yeah, it sounds like we're going to get a full-on spoiler. The end, I didn't... Did you clock onto that, that that was the the housekeeper's and the his wife's daughter that she'd poisoned? Uh, talk me through I it. I thought it was just, a, you know, at the end when she she... The little girl's there, and she poisons her, and you think, oh, well, it's a ghost. Yeah. But it's not. It's the actual care, the caretaker's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, and she, I did twig. I was like, yeah. yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I only twigged towards the end when you like, I was like, oh, God. She I, just killed a real a, a little girl. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I did think it when she killed her, I thought yeah. um, probably a ghost. and then But I kept thinking about it, and before... Because the, the body reveal, was there, I wasn't thought, it? yeah. But before the reveal, I thought, yes, it's going to be, it's going to be their daughter. Oh, no, it's going to be. And then it was. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It was sad. It was. Oh, it's such a good, oh, such a good series. Yeah, I keep saying it, but there's a lot of imagery and stuff that'll stick with me for a long time in that that I thought was, oh, just so creepy. Mm. I just love that type of horror that you don't need. I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoy the conjuring stuff like that where it's constantly you know you're waiting for it waiting for it oh god there it goes bang and you're like <laughs> jumping i enjoy that I enjoy all types of horror but you can't beat just like something that you'd watch and you think oh god that yeah. is like, like oh, yeah you know i always talk about i was scared of freddy krueger for years yeah and it was only was it last year i watched nightmare on Elm street i think it was wasn't it mm. i watched it for the first time since it was like whenever i was just a stupid little boy trying to make my mom force me to watch it and um, <clears throat> who forced you to watch it? No, I was begging my mum to oh, right. watch it as a child, and she was like, "No, no, 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 no!" I wouldn't shut up. And she goes, "All right then." So she put me in the room, and then I hid me on the sofa as soon as it started, <laughs> screaming to let me out. And I think she left me in there for about five minutes and then turned it off. <laughs> and um, yeah, obviously it scarred me for life. And I've watched it now, and since I've, since I eventually built the courage to watch it, I now sound like a massive wimp. <laughs> um, I don't have any nightmares about him at all or anything now. Oh, did you used to? Yeah. Like a recurring theme was, of dreams. Yeah, I was telling this bloke about it the other day, and he was saying, oh, I was like the Freddy films. So he's, he says, I always thought it was like scary, but like comedies. He says, because he says stupid stuff in them, and I was like, well, I just shit scared of him. And um, I says to him, oh, I watched him last year, like I was telling you, and I says to get over it, and he's like, fucking hell, Dave. <laughs> 36 years old, and he just watched Not Run Out. I says, mate... He, when someone scares the shit out of you as a child, it will stay with you. That sticks life. with you. Yeah. I says, it's like me, like when people go, oh, I don't like dogs. I'm like, it's just a dog. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And stuff like that. And um, where was I going? Yeah, like in Freddy, I think one of the worst images in that whole film is the corpse in the body bag being dragged down the hallway by, you don't, you can't see him because he's invisible. Obviously, he's a ghost. He's like, mm. you know, and he's dragging the corpse and there's a blood trail behind it. And I thought, oh, I've not seen it. I've never seen it. I think I've seen number three. The one where he uses somebody's veins as 
Public yeah, public. Yeah, most of the like worries, isn't it? That yeah. Watch number one. I watched it not long back, and the music at the start was like, "Oh God, Dave, what are you doing?" That's like, "I've got to watch it. I've got to watch it. I've got to watch it." Get and I turned it. it off, and about two nights later, I watched it. But I won't lie, I watched it in daylight, um, and I watched it. I forced myself to watch it, and um, some of the stuff in it, I thought, "God, that looks really bad now, really stupid." Like, but then some of the stuff, like I say, the when she turns around in the classroom and the, the girl, her friend's there in the body bag, there's blood everywhere, and she talks to her and then she disappears and she goes out the classroom and she's being dragged down the hall and just, oh, yeah, brilliant, that was. <laughs> if we watch that now, that would st- you'd still look at that and go, that's horrible. Probably, and that was pretty gruesome. Yeah. And it was there at was the so- height of like the 80s with like, that's yeah, when it was ever, that very good. gruesome in the 80s. Yeah, the eighties had some really nasty stuff going around. Mm. Right, um, yeah, that was haunting of Hill House with a little horror yeah. tangent. <laughs> yeah, um, that's it for chat. Let's move on to our f- uh, Netflix and Prime Club. Cool. That needs a catchier name, but uh, streaming club anyway. <laughs> um, we chose. Uh, hang on, just got to scroll up. We chose Gangster Squad on Prime and Triple Frontier on Netflix. Uh, which do you want to start with? Let's go with Gangster Squad first, and you can lead. Okay. I really liked this. Did you? Yeah. I was expecting from... I remember seeing a trailer years ago, and just the With the hip-hop of, track. I don't remember the, one, the hip-hop track. Yeah, because when I watched... Sorry, I'm, I know I've interrupted you, but <laughs> I watched it a few years ago, and I, I seen the trailer, and I was like, oh, that looks good. And then they released another trailer, and it had, like, hip-hop, as if it was a Jay-Z tune. Mm. or something like that and it just didn't work it's like oh that, the time frame and the music <laughs> it's it's, it's not yeah it's kind of like oh that doesn't fit you know yeah. like trying to put a, a square peg into a round hole and banging it and thinking it's gonna go through it's gonna go, you know what i mean mm. carry on then sorry okay no i didn't i don't remember hip-hop that might have warmed me to it to be honest i like my hip-hop but um <laughs> i remember thinking this looks um a bit glossy a bit smooth doesn't look like it's going to be my sort of thing just from like a, from a tonal perspective yes and i had that mindset going in and it it isn't what i was expecting at all it's a lot grittier i mean yeah. it's got that 1950s america sort of glitz and glam sheen but it's still mm. a gritty movie i think was um, it 40s or 50s was it 50s i couldn't remember i think it, actually, i right. think it was 49 that it yeah the film yeah, basically fifties. Yeah, yeah, but it's got that nineteen, that classic nineteen fifties look, American yeah. look, like Cadillacs and those big rims and shiny buildings. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's really gritty, very violent, just not what I was expecting at all. Mm-hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed it, and it's like an all-star cast. I think I recognised everybody. Everybody, yeah, yeah, even like the bit players. I'd like, I'm, I've seen you, like one of the. You know that gangster that comes up and is going to throw acid in uh, Emma Stone's yeah. face? I'm like, you're Cheddar Bob in 8 Mile. <laughs> I recognise even you. I've seen 8 Mile, but I couldn't tell you that. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, but I think I recognise everybody. I mean, the guy who strangles the copper, you know, who's on the wiretap. Yeah. He's um, quite famous now. He's one of the main guys out of Mindhunters on Netflix. Oh, is he? I didn't recognise him. Um, yeah, he's in Justice League a little bit, and he's been in a couple of other films that I recognised him in. Mm. He's a good actor, really good actor. He's. Mm. Um, I liked it. I didn't. I'd never expected to love it though. Did I think I told you that when I chose it? Mm. Um, that I, I wasn't expecting to fall in love with it, and I did enjoy it. But my problem with with, with it was well, the one first problem was I hated Ryan Gosling's accent. He just sounded. I, at first, I thought, oh, is he like a, a gay copper who's keeping it? You know. Yeah, because of the time period, and then he wasn't. And I thought, well, he's, I'm not saying they didn't speak like that then, but it just felt a bit too. It was quite high, actually. I, yeah, I've not seen enough Gosling to know what his actual accent is, so I didn't detect a weird voice. I just thought he, he yeah. sounds higher than everyone else in this film. It, it could be because all the films I've seen him do, to my knowledge, I've never seen it heard him do an accent. Whereas, like you know, like Brad Pitt. He does do that, but he, I've seen Brad Pitt do accents. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So 
And maybe that's what it was. Maybe it just threw me a little bit, and the others weren't doing their accents. Like Josh Brolin doesn't do an accent; he just he's Josh Brolin. Mm. But um, and the other thing I didn't like about it, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it overall. I thought Sean Penn was brilliant as the bad guy. I thought he was horrible. He did that so well. Mm. Um, but you know, like the main group, like the the hot shot with the gun, the Mexican lad, yeah. um, Josh Brolin. It, I don't know how to put this. They were just the masculinity put me off them a bit. Like, like we're men and we will do what men do. That's how it felt. Like Josh Brolin had a wife on a baby on the way. He's like, I don't give a fuck. These guys are going down no matter what. Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna walk into this crowd and I was like, come on. And but Ryan Gosling's the guy saying to him, you fucking switch on, man. You got a kid. You got a kid on the way. Mm. It just I don't know. I thought they could have played more. They could have made it better. Boy, you know, playing to the vulnerabilities a bit more. Well, he had, they had that in the other cop, the cop that got killed. Yes. He yeah, was, he, he was had the it, sensitive, more vulnerable one, and he had the kid. Yeah. And he, he was worried about his family and everything, and that's why he sat out, and he's the one that got got. But Brolin was like the ex-army guy. He'd won all these medals. He probably had a sense of invincibility. I wonder mm. if that... But I don't like, think there was many men who came back from... Those the wars that they did was it Vietnam or World War Two? I'm not sure. With the sense of invincibility, it would have been it would have been World War Two, wouldn't it? Was it? No. Yeah, yeah World War II. You know, I don't think there's many men who'd seen the horrors of war come back feeling invincible. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the he, Americans did. There, I don't know. There's a point in that uh, where someone's listing his credentials, and he had like two. Is it purple, purple crosses? Hearts, yeah, purple hearts yeah. and all these other things and nods here and there but I did there were bits I didn't like I didn't like Emma Stone and Gosling's relationship that was not yeah. fleshed out enough no it was like they have one night in a sack yeah and then that's it she's she risks literally everything yeah. <laughs> to be with him yeah it's like I know it's Ryan Gosling but steady yeah one glance in the pub in the bar sorry <laughs> yeah, in the nightclub and then he gives her a light. Oh, what's this? You're going to whisper off feet? No, I just want to take you to bed, ma'am. Oh, come on. I know. It might work if you look like Ryan Gosling, though. Yeah, but the women, <laughs> like, I'm not saying women now aren't, but the women back then, they're, they're, it was meant to be a classy era, wasn't it? Like, you know, they, they, they've always portrayed it as like women didn't do that then, one night stands and stuff. Mm. You know, the way it's. But then I don't she, know. she's with, what was his name? Mickey. Was it Mickey? Mickey Cohen. Mickey Cohen. Mickey Cohen she was yeah. with him. And she didn't seem scared to cheat on him. Nope. But he would have. And she didn't ever seem like she was in danger around him or scared no. of him in any way. And I think she would have been. Yeah. I think she would have been petrified of him. Like, like I said, I watched it and I thought, this is not too bad. Like, I'd have looked, looked the bollocks, to be fair. Like, all, like you said, mm. the outfits, the the cars, everything. It looked, it looked mint. But... Something just didn't hit home with me. There was no emotional punch there. I didn't really care about any of the characters. They could have all died at the end for me. Um, because I just didn't... Mm. The only one I always felt sad for was the actual one who got killed. Yeah. Because he sad. had the most interaction with his kid, and the, I thought it was sad when Josh Brolin went to see his wife, and he comes out, and the kid's crying. And, but and for the rest of them, no, I never really felt attached to any of them. It just, yeah. Mm. I liked it, but it was one of those, like, I liked but I wouldn't watch again. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I'd watch it again. Whereas, like, when Untouchables comes on, I'll sit there. Have you ever seen the Untouchables? I have, only once a long time ago. Yeah, and when that comes on, I'll watch it again. And I felt that Gangster Squad wanted to be like Untouchables, but a bit bigger and louder, but it just wasn't. I cared about all the characters in Untouchables. Mm. um, Did they have too many characters to to make you care for them all? Like, some of them just had no backstory at all. And there was yeah. no talk of um, the black guy in the group and how it being black at that time period was an issue. Yeah. That only yeah. came up sort of briefly once, but that would have been a much bigger issue at that time. Oh, yeah. And then... Especially policing in his own, in that neighbourhood. Yeah. Where I mean, at the start, when he throws a knife through someone's hand, I was like, come on. Oh, no, that's borderline superhero shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, so you, you're throwing a knife through someone's hand, there's going to be no repercussions to this. Fuck off. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. They, they, they did it then. They still do now. Beat the shit out of criminals and probably just let them walk, give them a kick it in the van and let them go. But that was just staffed, throwing mm. a knife through his hand. Yeah, I think... Like it... I say, I never felt connected to any of them and, like, I didn't feel interested in them. Hmm. I think the story was big enough that it could have been a series rather than a film. Yes, Then definitely. you would have felt the connection. You could have spent more time with the characters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what the other thing, like, you know, I'm a bit pedantic. I, I try not to pick up on... Stuff annoys me, but I try not to ridicule it too much. But when the car, at the end, when they have the car crash and Mickey Cohen's just sitting in the back of the car, crashes into a concrete fountain... And he manages to get out and then have a fist fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite ridiculous. And yeah. a good fist fight where he gets the upper hand most of the time on Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know well, Brolin is Brad from the Goonies? Yes. I only found that out fairly recently. It blows oh my, my mind every time I see him. <laughs> I'm like, was, you're, um, you're too no old. Country, <laughs> um, no Country for Your Old Men was his kind of... Would you call it a reconnaissance where you come back? Yeah, yeah. Rena- re- reconnaissance or renaissance? Renaissance. Renaissance. Uh, I'm not sure. It's comeback. Yeah. Anyway, that was his kind of comeback movie, and then he just went from strength to strength from there. Mm. Yeah, he's a good actor. I like him. Josh Brolin's done a load of good films. Mm. So is that a thumbs up or a thumbs down? It's kind of a sideways film for me. Well, I had very low expectations yeah, I didn't think I was going to like the way I thought it was going to be. So when it wasn't that way, I was pleasantly surprised. Surprised, yeah. but I probably wouldn't watch it again. It was entertaining enough. That's all I can say, really. Like you, you'd sit there watching, you wouldn't feel like you'd wasted two hours of your life, but you, you at the same time you wouldn't go, "Oh, that's up there with the Godfather." Or and and those films, you kind of expect them to be special. Mm. Like I don't know if you've ever seen L.A. Noir. I have. Didn't like. It. <laughs> Oh my god, I think that's an unbelievable piece of filmmaking. But that's what I mean, like, it gets everything right. The Gangster Squad does, but it's a bit too clean. That's it, that's how I thought it was going to be. It was grittier mm. than I expected it, but it still looked a bit too polished. Yes, polished, that's a good word. Mm. So yeah, I'm on, I'm on the fence of it. Enjoyed it, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it again. Mm. It's worth a watch. Okay. On to our next then. Triple Frontier on Netflix, new film mm-hmm. on Netflix. Ben Affleck's your biggest star, but they're all pretty big stars, but Ben Affleck's your main star. Yeah. Um, it's uh, ex-cops or ex-Navy SEALs or ex-something high up going for a big personal gain drug bust where they're just going to steal all the cash yep. in Colombia. Brazil. Well, Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> I was paying attention. Uh, what did you think? Uh, loved the first two thirds of the film. Really, really loved the first two. I was so into it. Um, but then the kind of the escape when it kind of goes tits up, it didn't lose me. But it's kind of like mm, it's it's getting it's it was just it's had that period where it kind of like it felt like I don't know, I felt overdone. Like mm. they dragged it out too long. That period that. That set pit, that bit, they dragged it on and on for a little bit too long, and um, you kind of it lost, not lost me, but I lost my interest a touch. Then it peaked again, and then at the ending, it just felt like a bit of a mess to be honest by the end. Mm. But I mean, I didn't like the very last few scenes, you know, when they eventually get back to Brazil and they're splitting the money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like those scenes. I was like, nah, fuck off. I, as much as they love that guy, there's no way they're all giving away the million, 1.6 million each after what they've just been through. No. They would have, could have, they could have each said, look, well, 600,000. He, he still kept his share for his family. Yeah. That's 1.6 million pounds. Yeah. Dollars. You could, I could have understood if they all said, we'll keep a million each and his family get the other 600,000. Mm. It just didn't make any sense. So his, his wife, ex-wife and daughter get to be earn six or seven million dollars and they're, they're not doing nothing. Mm. Nah, just I didn't like that bit. But up until possibly when when they get the donkeys, the mules. That's I was enjoying it until about that point, and then he kind of it just just faded away a little bit. Then mm, I agree. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It was good. I never like you in Gangster Squad. I didn't really care about any of the characters at all. Did no, you? I thought if anybody. 
I was really on side with Ben Affleck um, because I thought Ben Affleck's character, I felt really bad for him at the start, uh, the way he's, you know, he's, he was being treated by his ex-wife. and like this, I, I felt a lot of the stuff hit home with me. Not hit home with me, but like I, I thought it was really well done, like the way they were saying, like, look at the shit we've done for our country and we've got fuck all to show for it, stuff like that. Mm. I was thinking, well, you know, it's probably... But then I like the fact that... Um, the guy with the blonde hair out of um, Sons of Anarchy, he was like, we knew the deal we cut when we signed up for this, mm. for the for the army, for the country. It was like, that's, you know, like, you don't make excuses. We knew what we was getting into with the American government when we signed up for the army and whatnot. And like that, I didn't like his brother much, but his brother grew as the film went on, I felt. Mm. He started to start with this macho bullshit, and then as the film went on, he actually was quite a likeable character. So was the pilot. I thought it was all good actors, good characters, and it to be fair, it was just it just got a little bit boring the way that that, that kind of I think that trek was trying to be about was trying to show like uh, how the group kind of broke down a bit and then regroup, you know what I mean, came back together, mm. their, their companionship, their friendship would you know wouldn't be broken no matter what they went through. But and it's worth more than money. I think that was yes. the message. Yeah, and it brought. It just dragged out a little bit too much. Maybe they blew the budget on the first half. <laughs> but um, I, I thought it was fantastic, um, especially when they're trying to get out the house. The choreography there with the shootouts and stuff was fantastic. Mm. Really good. Entertaining, quite tense watch that was. Yeah, it was tense. And Affleck's that's, getting greedier and greedier. Yeah, that's where Affleck's character kind of changed, but it didn't feel like out of the blue, did it? I, th- I, I was don't surprised. Think yeah, I was surprised, like, oh, he's the one who wants more money, but it didn't feel wrong because mm. it felt like, yeah, this is something that he might have done because, he, he, yeah, he was broke and he didn't want to get into the firefight and the last one he was basically talking about, he didn't want to get into trouble or kill any innocents. But then when he saw the money that was there, mm. he, he just he just couldn't help it. He got greedy because he was so, he was basically on his arse in the real world. So to see this much money, I could imagine it doing something like that to someone like that. Yeah, and to have more than you bargained for Every, yeah yeah it was like a house made of money wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the house is the safe mm. another one um i wouldn't you know if it was because it's on netflix you probably won't watch it again if it was on tv and i was sitting there i probably would watch most of that again but it's one of those isn't it because you've got to actually click on it on netflix you don't really want to put something on your list that you're going to watch halfway through every time and not with the ending mm. Well, there might be a sequel. Really? They, well, just the way it ended. Oh, yeah, when he gives them the coordinates. Yeah. Is that through the bags that they threw down the, um, the you know, in the middle the of the mountains? Yeah, in yeah, the, the ravine. ravine. Yeah, that's the coordinates for there. Mm. I mean, they. I thought, before they chucked them off there, I thought, you've got too much to get out here. Just hide it all and sneak out almost one by one and make your way back and then come and get this come in like a year or two. Yep. and hope to be able to find it because you're just going to die this way. I yeah. mean, that bit where they run and then they get on the boat, that was quite good. That was tense. Yes, the, the chase. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I like that part. I was expecting... My expectation for this was a good action film. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it started that way and, like you say, it lost its way. And it didn't have the payoff. I didn't. It didn't get that sort of, yeah, we did it, Look what we got away with! Like a, almost like an eighties film where everything works out and the bad guys get fucked. Yeah, it, I felt like it was going to be one of those films, and it didn't play out like that at all. I was very surprised when Affleck got the bullet. Yeah, I was. But I, part of me was, I thought they was all going to get killed. To be honest with you, but when he got killed, then I thought, well, they're not going to suddenly get slaughtered all of them one by one. You know what I mean? I thought mm. it's too late in the day now. So that must be the one casualty of war that they're going to have, and the rest will survive it. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe a better ending would have been that they eventually got away, but then they were caught by the coastal guard or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know, but um, it just felt flat towards the end, didn't it? I think I think a good ending would have been they have to make a choice at some point. Where they have to be like, right, we just got to leave all of this. We just got to dump it or we're going to die. Or we can try and bring it and we'll die. And maybe some people try and bring it and they get killed and the rest is, Mm. they make it. And then it goes like, 
two years later, like at the end, and then one of them just shows up with loads of money. It's like, I went back and yeah. got it. <laughs> We've made it. We did it. Like an ending yeah. like that, like a happy ending like out of the blue, almost. Yeah. That would have been, that's where I thought it was headed, or that they would make it with enough money. Because, you know, like um, like in, in Goonies, where they they find the pirate they find all the treasure, and then they lose one-eyed it One-Eyed Willie. Yeah, One-Eyed Willie. They find the ship, and then they lose it all. And then right at the end, they just find like a handful of jewels. And it's enough. Yes. It's enough to make it, to, to change their lives. And yeah. everything's happy. I thought that was going to happen. Mm. Like, it looks like everything's lost. And then one of them's like, yeah, but I've got this million. <laughs> yeah. That's why well, I, I think really, that would have yeah. been better. The way it ended. And like you said, that when they were sat around the table and like, yeah, give it all to his wife, give it all to his wife. That's like, none of you would actually do that. No. I don't think any of you would. They've Not after what they've just been through now. No. They've got, maybe that one guy would have, who was like pissed off with everything. Which one was that? The first one that said, I don't want mine, just give it to his wife. Yes, he definitely come across as that type of character. Yeah. So I thought but, maybe um, he would, and I didn't think the last guy would, I thought he'd be like, I think he was just like peer pressure. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I yeah. thought he'd have, he'd have definitely kept it. Well, he was the one who was going there, wanted it, wasn't he? Mm. The pilot, I don't think, would have either. No, I don't think he would have. I don't know. I was more disappointed with this film because I had high expectations than I was with Gangster Squad, but I think it was yeah. probably a better film. <laughs> so, okay, sorry. You think Bond of Frontier was probably the better film? I think Triple Frontier was the better film. Oh, yeah, Triple Frontier, was, yeah. Yeah, but I, I was agree. more disappointed with it because I thought it would be better. Oh, yeah, I, I'd agree with that, yeah. I think it was the better film, but I was, dis- I was probably... More disappointed with it because of, of that that thirty minute period towards the end, mm. where it felt like it was just going flat. Yeah, whereas feet. yeah, whereas Gangster Squad it had a few really good scenes, like the sh- when they tried to kill that guy and they kill the kill the shoe shine kid, mm. um, and then Ryan goes goes into the club and thought, oh, this is this is great, this is, and then that guy stops him obviously, but I don't, it's. I didn't like some of the camera work in it either. You know, um, Gangster Squad. Going back to that, like you know, when they're chasing the car, and the camera's got the bird's eye view, and then it zooms in, it comes next to the car mm. as he's shooting. That was obviously all CGI, but I didn't like that because to me, that was um, an effect out of time and place. Yes, it's what's the word? And when it breaks the immersion, well, immersion breaking, because I was like, no, that doesn't work because. You basically, you'd, if you was watching a, a, a CIA film and it did that and it came down and it was this car chase, you think, wow, that looked really good. That suits that because the CIA have got satellites. I'm not saying that the satellites could do that, but it would feel right with the technology in place mm. that they're using. But in that, to have that camera, it was too, it was too Hollywood. Mm. Do you that's, know what I mean? That's the sum of the polish. It needed less polish. Yes. The stuff like that, it didn't need to be in there. It should have just been... The car chase could have been something very simple without... Mm. I mean, he, the, he throws a grenade on the car, it blows up. He throws another grenade on the car, he's got enough, just enough time to shoot the glass out, pick the grenade up and throw it out the way. I thought, oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the last one blew up as soon as it hit the car, this one suddenly doesn't go off. Like, just fucking a bit of consistency. Mm. And also, you know what I mean? shoot bullets at the grenade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just stupid. But I did, like, um, some of the camera work on one of the early uh it's like a gunfight fist fight when it went dark Mm -hmm. and all you saw were like freezes where the gun flash would illuminate the scene it would like freeze and there'd be another flash it freeze i really liked that that was really good yeah there a lot you want a bit in the um the police station i can't remember where it was yeah 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 that's right the police station Uh, yeah i love stuff like that Mm, very good yeah i wanted to like it more both films I wanted to like more, but they just both, didn't quite live up. Both very watchable, though. Mm. Wasn't wasn't a bad week. What was our best week so far? Um, what was last in week? The... That had Beast. Beast and In the Shadows, wasn't it? Oh, no, they were two. They were no. both prime. We had... Last week was Beast and that... Oh, 
film you made us watch. Oh, yeah, let's tell about that. About her. <laughs> An evening what, with Beverly Lufflin. But what was the week we watched um, We Are in the Shadows? Was that We Are What We Do in the Shadows? Was that the same week as I, Tonya? No, because I think they were both on Prime. Yeah, what was it? Because that was the best week, wasn't it? Was I, Tonya the best week? Or What We Do in the Shadows? Was What We Do in the Shadows on Netflix? No, that was a Prime. That was, I remember Googling that, on, on you know, searching for it. Mm. No, because what we do in the shadows was that the same week as Beverly Lifflon. No, because I don't remember seeing. No, because I don't remember seeing him in it the same week. But I'm going on my finger if I'm not, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, Netflix has been underperforming, and this—that's your fault. <laughs> right, <laughs> I turn you and Foxcatcher. No, not Foxcatcher. We haven't watched that. Oh, that was the week I watched it. So it was I, Tonya, Polar and Russian Doll. Oh, yeah. That was a good week. Polar was great. Yeah. I um, liked Polar a lot. What Were You Doing in the Shadows and 47 Metres Down? Oh, yeah. That 47 Metres Down was... Nah. You didn't like that, did you? I did. Um, what was with I, Tonya? It was at that, that. Polar, I think. And we watched Russian Doll as well. That was so I can go back good. to... What was with <laughs> I'm just going back through it, you see. Um, so when we started, it was you were never really there in Bird Box. Mm, that one. Mm, and then and then we literally went to, yeah, that's right, Paola, Russian Doll, I, Tonya. So if you want to keep these as notes and we can see which week ended up being the best. Um, and then it was 47 metres down, What We Do in the Shadows, which for me was a great week, but obviously you didn't like the shark film. That was good, though. It was a good week. Yeah. Um, and then it was an evening with Beverly Lufflin and Beast, which that wasn't was... a terrible week. It was a 50-50 week, I think you could say, because Beast was fantastic. Beast was Beverly, brilliant. Beverly Lufflin had the potential to be amazing. Mm, just and then it, it was, wasn't. No. And then it was this week, Gangster Squad and Triple Frontier. This week was the flattest week. It didn't really have a high or a low. Yeah, it wasn't a bad week. No. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather watch those two again than, say, um, Beverly Lufflin and, say, for me personally, Polar. Oh, I'd watch Polar again. I like Polar, but I, I didn't like the, like I said, when, when we watched it, the contrasting styles. And then it was probably done on purpose, the Matt Lucas scenes and then the, the kind of scenes in the, the, um, in the snow, you know, that snowy mm. city Tony lives in. But, yeah, I'd prefer it if they'd have stuck with the kind of more gritty look. Mm. I know what you mean. And it, the plot was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But is it, and I really struggled to do this, to disengage my brain and just enjoy a film. But I was able to for some reason with that. And I loved it. Brilliant. Yeah. And that was a, that, that was a good week. That was Russian Dole and I, Tonya, wasn't it, that one? Yes, Russian Doll, I Tonya, Paola. That's probably my favourite week so far, because all mm. of those were good. But Beast so, was my favourite film. I need to add... I mean, it's on the list anyway, but I need to watch Love, Death, Robot. Love, Love Robots, Love, Death? Love, Death and Robots. Love, Death and Robots before the next pod, which I will do. Mm, it's really short and good. And we need to play a game or something. Yeah, well, I am definitely a one-game man at the moment. I'm going to finish King's Quest, so I'll I'll try and finish all of that before the next pod as well. Mm. And I'm um, I'm going to watch Shazam on Friday, so I'll have a review for that as well. I'm probably going to do a written review for that as well. Cool. Keep it short and we'll put it on the... uh, Yeah, I will. uh, What's it called? Instagram. Yeah, I'll email it to you. Cool. Right, that's it. Yeah, we can wrap. That was Gangster Squad and Triple Frontier discussed. Next week, we have picked... A, mm, <laughs> we picked The Highwaymen, <laughs> which looks good. That's Netflix. It's new on Netflix. It's Woody Harrelson and... Who is he? What's his name? Kevin Costner. Yep. And then we've got Eagle versus Shark. This could go either way. This could be another Beverly Lifflin. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's short. It, yeah, it is short. It's um, it's my good mate 
Jermaine Clement again. I love the man. That's the only reason we, we're going with this one for. Did I say, geez, our mate. Yeah. You told his name. Like, All right, we'll do it. We'll go for it. It is directed by um, Waki. Hi. Or whatever his name. Yeah. I probably butchered Don't want even more to pronounce his name, so I'm going to say racist by getting it wrong. <laughs> but yeah, him. The guy that directed... Uh, what's the film we love? Uh, what we Paul, do in the Paul shadows. Ragnarok. Oh yeah, Paul what we do in the shadows. Yeah, those two great um, films. So, have you um, just quickly uh, tangent? But have you? I never knew this. Apparently, he's going to be directing Akira. Is he? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. See, there's nothing funny about Akira. <laughs> I've never seen the anime. To my shame. Yeah, it's very uh, neo noir. Yeah, as futuristic, obviously set in twenty sixty. It's very violent. Is it good? Oh, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Really good. But um, I, just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I can't wait to see what he does with it. If it is true, I'm sure I read somewhere that he's directing it. Mm-hmm. And he starts shooting this year or next year, apparently. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Right. right up. So yeah, Eagle versus Shark. That's on Prime. Um, I don't even know what it's about. Uh, the Highwaymen. Uh, that's on Netflix. They're the ones you've got to watch before you next listen. To, before you listen to the next pod. And yeah, we'll catch you next time. Uh, if you want to get us on Twitter, I'm at Anthony Holstey. Are you back on Twitter? No, not yet. No, <laughs> I'm enjoying my um, time off social media <laughs> and forums. Dave's still just enjoying a 1990s lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, embracing it. Embracing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the Instagram is at We Don't Go Out. The show's Twitter is at We Don't Go Out. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. I don't know if you can hear me pacing around. I need the toilet bad. <laughs> no worries, you go for it. <laughs>